Let's turn there to our wonderful portion. It's a wonderful verse as we go through verse by verse, literally. In chapter 3 of 1 John. Lord willing, we're looking at the prospect reserved for believers. We've just been singing about that, the prospect in Zion, the beautiful city of God. Reserved for believers. And we, Lord willing, will see a reality of this truth, a restriction, a revelation and a reason. And here we read, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God, Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not, not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when we shall, he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, that one day we will see you as you are, and maybe soon. And Lord, we thank you that we're marching to Zion, the beautiful city of God, with unimaginable, unspeakable things that can't be described by human language. Lord, we pray as we look at these thoughts tonight, our hearts will be uplifted and blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> God's not finished with us yet, is he? <laughs> this is only the start, this mortal body. Um, <clears throat> he's given us his love, as we looked at last week, his life that we looked at last week. But there's more, <laughs> but there's more. You know, it's not an advertising, <laughs> but there's more, you know. There's a freebie thrown in. These are realities of life eternal with God. <clears throat> he will give us a glorified body. Looking forward to that day, a glorified body. This new life in Christ commenced in the past. It continues in the present and will be consummated in the future when we get to heaven. Um, <clears throat> yes, a reality. It says in verse 2 at the start, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. That's a reality. <laughs> Who else is called the sons of God in the Bible? The sons of God or the daughters of men? Angels, yes. <laughs> Angels. And um, <clears throat> we are the sons of God. And we are sons of God through the new birth, not as the angels through creation. <clears throat> the three ways to get in a family that we'll look at tonight, maybe you won't get past that, this reality of becoming a son of God. Three ways to get into a family. There's an imaginary letter written, and you might pick up who it was written by. I'm not going to quote who it was. Um, <clears throat> This imaginary letter was sent by a senior devil named Screwtape to a junior, junior devil named Wormwood, advising him on how to handle his patient, a human being whom Wormwood is responsible to lead safely into hell. In the course of the correspondence, Screwtape lets the cat out of the bag, warning his pupil that his task is made all the more difficult because of the enemy. Screwtape's name for God, the enemy, has a curious fantasy of making all those disgusting little human vermin into sons. You know, this is the devil talking to one of his, one of his, his wormwood. It may be perchance by a source of astonishment for evil spirits 
that God loves us enough to regenerate us. Put us into his family. Make us his sons. And this should be a source of worship and wonder on behalf of the Christian. And I'm sure that the devil does have, you know, if you don't know already that someone's been bothering you for your life, it's old demons. And uh, God assigns us an angel, doesn't he, from birth. It talks about that. And, and uh, <coughs> guardian angels of the little ones. But old devil and his demons attempt to bring that unstuck. Now I mentioned about, or asked the question, what are three ways of getting into a family? Think of it in the, in this world. What three ways of getting into a family? Marriage. You started with the last one. <laughs> oh, that was the second one. Be born into a family. Well, you've got them all now. Born, adopted, and uh, what was the other one? Marriage. Marriage. Into a family. Um, <clears throat> Born is a life principle. That happens in reality, doesn't it? And we're human beings and we have little ones. And those little ones that are born, they're going to live for eternity. In heaven or in hell. That's a life principle that it goes on and it's going to multiply, populate, replenish the earth. Whatever the Lord said, didn't he, back there in Genesis? And it knows time. Um, a life principle. That's being physically born. The other way is being adopted into a family. And what th this is not a life principle, this is a different principle. Another word is starting with L. You have to do it legally. <laughs> a lawful principle, isn't it? You have to sign all the documents and get into a family and change your name and you're one of them in the family. <clears throat> and as John started with, <laughs> there's the marriage way of getting into family and getting a new name or change name. And that is another word that starts with L. So one's life, one's law. And the, I hope it's so. When you, yeah. So who said that? Yeah, love. The love principle. But the, and, um, <clears throat> you know, Google eyes and whatever. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they get married. Now let's look at the Bible and see if it deals with these three things. Let's go to John chapter 3. You know where I'm going already. The life principle of being born. What did Jesus say to old Nicodemus? Ye must be born again. And to get into the family of God and become a son of God, you must be born again. As it says in John chapter 3, when I get here, <coughs> thought I had it marked, but well, there it is. <laughs> I do. John chapter 3, verse 5, and it reads there, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, and some say that's the, the Word of God and the Spirit of God, some say that's physical birth, water birth, and Spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that's why the water there might probably refers to the flesh, born of a newborn baby. And that which is born of the Spirit is... Spirit, and as I've said, and I just read it in Proverbs this yesterday about better is the day of one's death, 
than the day of one's birth. Let's have a party when someone dies because they've lived a life. That's what it says in Scripture. Because the race is over, hopefully the race is run. Not for the unsafe person, of course. So there's the birth principle, the life. We come to life. Born again. Let's turn then to Romans chapter 8. And we'll see in here and in the book of Ephesians the law the law of adoption. And we read in Romans 8 and verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the, what is it? Sons of God. You know, that's what it says in verse 2 of John 3. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, have a father. We have a father. Not on earth. Our father is in heaven. And hallowed be his name, as we say. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirits that we are the <clears throat> children of God. And over in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1 and verse 5, it says, Having predestinated us unto the adoption of sons or children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So, if you're born again, you also have been adopted lawfully into the family of God. The Spirit of God has done that. The offering and sacrifice has been given, the Lord Jesus. So it's all legal. It's all done. <laughs> we're, we're signed into the family and become sons of God. And the other way of getting to the family was through marriage. Let's turn to Romans chapter 7 and verse 4. <clears throat> Wherefore, my brethren... Ye also have become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married to another. You know, there's a new name written down in glory. Does it add, is that in our hymn book? I don't think it is. It. I know the song, <laughs> and it's mine, and it's mine. No, it's not in our hymn book. You would know it. <clears throat> new name written down in glory. So a very lively song. And um, we're married to another even to him who was raised from the dead, that we should be bring forth fruit unto God. That's a pretty good seal, isn't it? Through, <clears throat> through birth, born again, through adoption, legally done, and through, through marriage, through love. And, and the law, the love there, the life given. I thought it's a wonderful parallel for what we are. We are sons of God. It all fits together. Our imaginations can be overwhelmed at the thoughts that are involved or the things that are involved in this making us sons, here and hereafter, being members of the royal family. <clears throat> now, let's picture what John is trying to get across here. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. <clears throat> picture the grand... Parade in glory. Remember when, when they had the Olympics, the teams from the countries march into the stadium and the announcement is made, this is, so, this is the team from such and such a country, flag bearer's name is given and so forth as they march in. Do you think God might have us come in to glory as he introduces us to everybody else that's there? I don't know, he could it's going to be a royal occasion. 
the saints of all ages come marching in. That's why I was looking for the, that song, when the saints come marching in, <laughs> because of that thought. Think of it for a while, or think of it with me here. Abel, and God's making the announcement, my son Abel, what can he say about Abel? What is a prominent thing about Abel? The first martyr. The first martyr. Here comes the first martyr. You know? <laughs> introduced. Enoch. What could God say as he introduced Enoch into heaven? Sorry? Yeah. <clears throat> he walked with God and he was the first one who was not and was raptured. <laughs> the first raptured saint. Okay. And then... And, yeah, because we think in time, we think this would take too long. There's millions of people to go through. But this, we're in heaven then, and time's not a matter anymore. And then <clears throat> Methuselah, what would God say as he introduced Methuselah? <laughs> yep, I, I put down the longest serving saint. <laughs> he, he, he stuck at it for 969 years. None of us will ever be able to say, I did what Methuselah did. <laughs> He's unique. Noah, as Noah is introduced, <laughs> and he marches in to the royal parade, marching in design, what could be said of Noah? <laughs> he believed God. He, 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 he also did something else you said of Enoch. He walked with God. He walked with God. He was one that found grace in the sight of the Lord. He is the man that started the human race the second time over. <laughs> Adam was the first one. Noah was the second one, wasn't he? A just man, it says in Scripture. You can just pull verses and parts of verses out. Melchizedek, what about... Here comes Melchizedek. <laughs> what does he look like? Was he fam I mean, famous? What is he known for in the Bible? He's a high priest, but he is also mentioned in Hebrews to be not only a priest, but a king, king priest, a king priest, and perfect representation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm sure the Lord will have a beaming face as he sees him coming in and introduces Melchizedek. Ah, <laughs> there's, no there's many we'll miss out, but we we'll go through a few. Abraham. Here comes Abraham, and everybody stands and <laughs> no, salutes Abraham because we all are the children of Abraham by faith. The man of faith, as he comes in, um, <clears throat> the father of them who believe, as it says in the book of Romans and the Old Testament saints as well. But he said, God said something more about Abraham that's picked up in Scripture. He's called... <laughs> Here comes my friend, see him? <laughs> He's the one that stuck at it. He's the one that, you know, he made a few blunders. No, I don't think the Lord will say that. He, he had a few transgressions. We all will. And, I'm, and, and they're all under the blood, aren't they? They're forgiven. <laughs> they won't be talked about. But here comes my friend, Abraham. Maybe he said, he'll say, come, my friend. And he walks in, Abraham. <laughs> Might be the other way around. He's Jacob. Jacob is called... <laughs> Don't say a swindler, because we're entering heaven now. A deceiver. Hey, deceiver. No, you won't say that. It's a planter. That's sort of got a negative connotation too. But he is called something positive in the Bible. 
a prince. He's a prince. He's the 12 tribes. And he's called that in Genesis 32, 27 to 29. I've got all references for these. <coughs> ah, <laughs> and here comes Joseph. Joseph comes in. And what will the Lord, or how will the Lord introduce him to those assembled there? Joseph. <laughs> One whom there was no sin recorded against. Maybe the other sin word won't be coming up there. Uh, a revealer of secrets. That's what he's known for. Even in Egypt, he's known that. And a saviour of the world. A revealer of secrets and saviour of the world. And uh, that come up a few times as I was looking at his, his, his life. That, not in a particular verse, but different people have said that's what he represents. Job. God meant it for good. Yeah, God, God, I meant it for good. And he, he held the line, <laughs> didn't he? Job. <laughs> Job walks in. Yeah. <laughs> he believed in resurrection. <laughs> he did. And, and we might get that. We're not going to get through this tonight, but you think of <clears throat> my, so, my faithful suffering saint. He's knowing, he's known for his suffering, isn't, isn't he? <clears throat> Who resisted the devil, not knowing all that was going on. And the whole tribe of his family, the first family and second family might all come in. Who knows? With them, how the Lord does it, it's his business. Gideon, <laughs> here comes Gideon. And, and as you look at Hebrews 11, it's almost what we're looking at here. Hebrews 11 comes in. I mean, not Hebrews 11, <laughs> Gideon. Gideon comes in. My mighty man of valour. <laughs> My mighty man of valour as he, he comes in. <laughs> and remember, said. <laughs> Gideon said, me? <laughs> no, come. you got the wrong man. No, God knew. And, and, and he obeyed God in only taking 300 yeah. to do the job. Got did, from 30,000, wasn't it? Yeah. Samuel walks in and the Lord introduces him. <clears throat> he was the last judge and he was also a, first and second Samuel, a prophet. And faithful to the Lord, and uh, how his his life began as a little little one there, mm-hmm. under the the high priest yeah. Moses. What would the Lord say as he walks in? Man that ever... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, there's all these phrases in the Scripture that the Lord might have them there for a reason. And <clears throat> Moses, a mighty leader, a meek man, who had. Respect unto the recompense of the reward from Hebrews. David. <laughs> a man after mine own heart. Come in, David. So, and these, this was the marching to Zion. <laughs> Saints of all ages as they march into heaven and, are, and would be introduced. John the Baptist. What did the Lord say about him in the Bible? There's no other prophet greater than him. He's the greatest prophet that ever lived. Here comes the greatest prophet. Walk forward. Um, <clears throat> you think of John the Apostle, the disciple whom Jesus loved. That's what it, yeah, it does say that too, but the disciple whom Jesus loved. 
Daniel, we skip back, jumped a few. <laughs> a man greatly beloved. Walk in Daniel. Paul. <laughs> we won't talk about the first part of his life. <laughs> we'll talk about the other bit. <laughs> we'll talk about not Saul. We'll talk about Paul. Come in. <laughs> Chosen vessel to reach the Gentiles. A chosen vessel. Totally, absolutely committed to the nth degree. A chosen vessel to the Gentiles. And it literally says that. <laughs> we can't miss out another big man of the New Testament. I mean, a prominent person. Who's another one? Yeah, Peter. We can't, we can't go off this without talking about Peter. <clears throat> what, could he, what could be said of him? Come in, rock. Because <laughs> he's introduced us that. Thou, thou shalt no longer be called Peter, but, you, you know, or whatever, Petro, Petros. And he introduces him as that. I went into the, the thing down in Melbourne to get that, the shoulder done, and the fellow, the fellow who was rushing around getting me laid down and all that, he said, Petra. I said, oh, you know what your name means? Rock. He said, does it? And then he corrected his name later. It was a different, a bit different, but it sounded like Petra. And I was, <coughs> anyway, we had a good discussion. Stone, small, small stone. Yeah. So here we have all these, but we're not finished yet. We're talked about a lot of Old Testament into just in the New Testament. Then comes marching in all <laughs> the saints of the New Testament. You know, we've introduced a few of the earlier ones, and. <coughs> The grandstands are filled with people that have already come in, the, the angels being there, just, just imagining. Okay, just imagining. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> the trumpet sounds, the flags are dipped. He introduces the church people. But then I'm trying to get it to us. <laughs> What's he going to say when he introduces you? <laughs> You think about that, because it's going <laughs> to be case. He's going to commend us. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. But for what? For fulfilling the gift that God has given us and using it to the best of our ability consistently for life. And what is that? You know, <clears throat> well, missionaries. Think of some missionaries. What well, might be said of some of them? Mackay's <laughs> gave up the comforts of life to go and live amongst the tribes, literally learn, write and teach their language and then give them the gospel. And then all the New Papua New Guineans could be introduced and have gotten saved through them. What about Andrew, the Lewis family? Sowed the seed faithfully <laughs> for all those years. Now, seven, 2007, he went. They went. And that's, what, 2023 now? So that's 10, that's 20, that's 16 years, isn't it? Mm. It's been happening. Yeah. And sowed the seed amongst those people that are hard-hearted and rebellious, the Jewish nation. But one day, <laughs> praise God, it'll change. The trumpet sounds as the flags are dipped. 
and the sons of God whom we are who it speaks about in this verse but now are we the sons of God are introduced joint heirs with Jesus Christ it says in scripture destined to be seated with him in the heavenlies it says in scripture far above all principalities and angels and powers archangels too that's what it says in scripture here comes the church welcome the bride all stand don't we do that in a wedding the bride's coming in what do we say preacher says please stand we said already before when when you hear the music that means she's coming down the aisle here comes the here comes the bride stand Behold what manner of love the sons of God have bestowed upon them, as it says in these verses. Yes, we didn't get to the outline. This is the reality. This is what's going to happen. I mean, we're going to introduce. We will stand at the Bema seat. There will be commendations made. That's the Bible. And what a wonderful day it will be. We've still got other things. We'll speak about next week, the restriction. In verse 2 in the Revelation and the reason. We'll do that one next week. Your time's up. But contemplate it. Think about it. Imagine being there. Disappoint the devil by being obedient to the Lord in your life. A lot of things I could say about that. Sometimes we just plain please him and he gets us all tangled up.